Welcome to the Brain People Podcast, a show where four mental health experts team up to bring you practical tools for overcoming mental health challenges. The Brain People don't replace your doctor or therapist, but we will give you some extra tools to help you on your journey. So join us as we fight mental illness, one episode at a time. Welcome to the Brain People Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Binus, and I'm a psychiatrist. And as you can see, we have a little different setup today, and I'm actually joined by my three co-hosts, and uh, I'll let them introduce themselves in just a second. But first, let me tell you what we're going to do today. Today is exciting because it is the 50th episode that we are airing of the Brain People (laughs) podcast. Yeah, we're all excited. (laughs) And so we thought it'd be a lot of fun to just take a little time and uh, we want to get to know each other and in the process, let you know a little bit more about us as uh, the hosts of the Brain People podcast. So hopefully uh, you will enjoy this time. We have um, a bunch of questions here that we're Mm going to be asking um, each other. And actually, none of us even know what those questions are. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a little winner. nervous about it, but we'll we'll see how it goes. You know, um, I'll let the others answer if, uh, if I don't know. But anyway, um, so yeah, we're going to dive right into it. And But before we do, let me just allow my co-hosts to introduce themselves. And uh, then we're going to have Katie field the first question. Okay. Well, I'm Katie, Dr. Mm-hmm. Katie Elson. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. I'm Amanda Anguish, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Jonathan Edens, and I'm a psychiatric PA. All right, Katie. All right. <laughs> I'm going to try to choose the one Jonathan didn't already peek at. <laughs> okay. Our first question. What is the best place you have ever traveled to? Ooh, that is actually the one that uh, I saw. Really? So. Oh, man. <laughs> such, a, such a cheater. <laughs> oh, the best place. I, I'd have to say it's probably my honeymoon. So my wife oh. and I, we went to Cancun. And uh, oh. not not uh, specifically Cancun. We went about an hour south uh, to an area called Quintana Roo. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was the most amazing uh, trip. So. Oh. Did you go to Tulum? Yes, we did Tulum's go to Tulum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Amanda? <laughs> um. You know, the first thing that crossed my mind is not my honeymoon. So sorry, honey. But <laughs> that was because we got married during COVID. So um, we only got to go to the beach nearby. So it wasn't. <laughs> we like to think of every trip as our honeymoon after that. But my favorite place is probably Rwanda. Um, and it wasn't so much the uh, the sights as it was the people just they love life and they have so little and they're all happy and everybody at the church that we went to was in a choir or five choirs each they just all love to sing and they just had a really cool perspective on Mm -hmm. life and stuff so yeah that was my favorite but it wasn't my favorite getting there it took 36 hours to get there so uh, i was happy with the 24-hour trip back yeah, it's a hard one because there's so many amazing places mm-hmm. in the world. But, you know, for me, I'd probably have to go with Argentina. So, you know, hopefully, uh, Melissa, you're listening to this, right? <laughs> That's my wife. And so I actually got to go. She's her family's from Argentina. 
And I got to go uh, with her shortly after we got married. And uh, it was just an awesome experience because um, her having family and whatnot in Argentina is so nice to like mm-hmm. be really part of the culture. But then also Argentina has one of my most favorite things, which are mountains. So, so um. yeah, they have some really big mountains. And so we got to go to, to Southern Argentina, P- Patagonia area, do some hiking, see some glaciers. And uh, so it was, it was really, really amazing just being in the natural beauty. And then of course, being with uh, my newlywed bride. So, yeah. so to continue the theme, <laughs> I will say soon to be my honeymoon. <laughs> but I would say actually, and I realized this answering this question one time before, is actually home. Like my uh-huh. favorite place to travel to is my my house. Wow. Like just especially being a therapist, going home <laughs> yes. at the end of the day. Uh-huh. There's nothing. Even after vacations, you realize you come back. And so I would say home. That's such a good answer. (laughs) Most exotic place of all. (laughs) All right, Amanda, your turn. Okay, I'm going to go with the one that's partially opened already. What are you most grateful for? What? That's hard. There's like a thousand things I'm grateful for. Mm. Um, You know, one of the first things that comes to my mind is I'm grateful for mental health. Um, I wasn't always so mentally healthy. Um, I know that's up for debate with some people. <laughs> if you but, are now. <laughs> <laughs> but I I experienced a lot of um, anxiety when I was younger and then depression came with it. And I think just all of the tools that I get to teach people that I've actually utilized myself is what um, makes me extremely mm. grateful for, especially when I'm helping people to see like, wow, that's where I was or I'm watching them and they can be here too and stuff. So yeah, that's one of my greatest things. But I have to say that I'm grateful to know God too, because I do believe that God Mm. was the reason why I got healthy. Mm. All the tools don't matter if, if you don't have that. And that's, that's what gave Mm. me the most hope. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Jonathan. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So the obvious like faith family and uh, this job, are, are <laughs> of definitely you, should be we said. don't assume you're not grateful for this if you don't answer this podcast i wanted to say something that's maybe not uh, so stereotypical i guess mm-hmm. um but um, my cat miko is actually mm-hmm. something i'm incredibly incredibly grateful for um he is he's so cute and adorable that um he's probably the greatest antidepressant that's ever existed wow you know, if you're ever feeling down you just look at his face and it brings a smile <laughs> to your face and uh, awesome. he's you know both of our cats have been really great company um you know for for my wife and for myself uh you know that has you know, as silly as it may seem, being that being an being an animal, um, we found great joy mm-hmm. in being able to, uh, you know, have them as our pets for the last few awesome. years. So. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies first. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think for the ability to learn, um, mm-hmm. I just realized that learning and having that desire to learn mm-hmm. just allows for you to appreciate everything else. Mm-hmm. So when you learn from family, when you learn from your job, from your patients, um, I think, yeah, I'm just grateful for learning. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So speaking of learning, um, you know, I, I think when I think about gratitude and, and learning relationships are really what comes to mind, you know, um, relationships are just what bring color to life. Like without 
connection with other people. Mm-hmm. And like you said, with God, of course, um, mm-hmm. what would life be? But, you know, the, there's one specific relationship um, that I think I'd highlight as um, being, I'm being especially grateful for. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. The one with your wife, but, <laughs> <laughs> and that one, that one's really awesome. But I'll tell you this. Um, I never imagined, so I have a special needs child as mm-hmm. the three of you know, mm-hmm. um, but most of our listeners probably don't. And so that's been a very mm-hmm. interesting sort of relationship uh, to mm-hmm. uh, develop. And and even though, you know, you wouldn't think of that as something typically to be grateful mm-hmm. for, oh, I have a special needs child. And of course I want her to be healthy and not to have those challenges. But what I'm grateful for is that she is such an amazing like little girl mm-hmm. and I've learned so much about like who God is and mm-hmm. um, I've just grown through so much through it. And, you know, there's been been times where I've talked to my wife and I've, I've, I've said, you know, I wonder if like if God kind of knew that like we in a way needed this, not that God mm-hmm. caused it, but, yeah. he, you know, he allowed mm-hmm. it. And so it's kind of one of those those things where I just see God working through that situation mm-hmm. to like um, bring healing in our own lives in a kind of paradoxical way and a lot of a lot of growth. So I'm actually mm-hmm. really grateful for the journey. And of course, we still pray every day for her healing yeah. and all of that. Um, but I'm also grateful to see the way God can work in amazing ways, even in the most difficult situations of life. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right. <laughs> uh, this is a very applicable, I think, to me. But uh, the BPP hosts mm-hmm. are known to be quite frugal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that no? <laughs> How did you pick that one? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to admit I helped with that question. <laughs> so the question is, uh, what is the best deal you have ever gotten? Oh, wow. Oh, that's an interesting question. There are a lot that come to mind. <laughs> best deal. Well, you're really good at that then. <laughs> hmm. That is a hard one. Yeah. I, I can. Well, <clears throat> one of the more recurring deals that I get, if you've ever used uh, or ever shop at Safeway, they have their their Safeway app, right? And so mm-hmm. you can clip certain deals and you can combine coupons. So there have been multiple times where I've gone into Safeway. I've, you know, uh, the the list price was Is this thirty. A free advertisement. If Safeway uh, wants to, you're <laughs> now sponsored by Safeway. Uh, but there have been many times where I've uh, gotten ninety plus percent off. You know, my wow. my total my total well, uh, growth. Wow. by using their app so we're gonna start a financial podcast <laughs> after i'm this. gonna start shopping with this guy <laughs> is all i'm saying yeah. <laughs> do either you want to go <laughs> oh man there's so many things that i could i wonder who the most frugal of the, of the <laughs> well obviously these two because they can they're already thinking like oh yeah i could name 20 things and i'm like okay what <laughs> oh man i wish i had thought about this more beforehand because i actually helped put this question out there well one is ironically it also has to do with an app and it's a um restaurant not too far from here that some of you have probably been to. I don't know if I should say the name. We could maybe get a whole bunch of sponsors out of this episode. <laughs> but um, it's a vegetarian, vegan fast food restaurant, if you know what I'm talking about. And we have gotten almost all of our food paid for most of the time. Wow. So I just I have to say out, you got man. to get the app and <laughs> uh, stuff. App. And I'm okay. like, I keep telling my husband, I'm like, 
are they are they making any money? Because how are wow. we getting so much free food out of this? But um, that kind of happened. Uh, yeah, you know fortuitous way we didn't know that was happening and stuff so we weren't looking into it but um found some stuff off of facebook marketplace All like right. remodeling mm. tile pr pretty inexpensively and our car was an old lady's car that she wasn't using and the family had to sell it so that was a pretty good deal your whole life is one of frugality <laughs> i love it i i i like thinking strategically about things. So this is just one thing I get to do that with. So Katie, you get to share one. So I get to shop with him and eat out with you. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So when I think back on like the biggest deals, it's mostly related to like God's blessings. Yeah, it's like not even me trying. Um, so I think about like my car situation, which is going to sound odd. It was a blessing that this woman died, but it was like a grandma, then mm -hmm. low mileage, all these little things. Mm -hmm. But the way it happened was like a God thing. Yeah. Um, so I would say just in general, my biggest deals have been not even my I'm frugal, yeah. but I don't do that much work. As <laughs> apparently the two of you do. <laughs> frugal by grace. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. Cause I think about all the things I'm like, God had to do that. Because yeah. they were I wasn't planning on it. I do plan some things, but some the of them are just like, that's God. <laughs> it's a miracle app right there. <laughs> so, Call the God app. She, she's, she's frugal by grace. I'm frugal <laughs> by proxy. Because <laughs> so, if you ask my wife if I'm frugal, um, she's, she probably wouldn't think so. Even though I consider myself relatively frugal. It's just that she's more frugal than uh -huh. me, which is actually a huge blessing. Because yeah. I think a lot of marriages have maybe the opposite. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so she finds us all sorts of awesome deals. Um, the one that comes to mind really quick is uh, that, uh, yeah, we found an awesome deal on my son's <clears throat> bicycle. It was a, um, like a high-end um REI sort of bike, but um, we got it for super cheap because she was uh, willing to take the time to mm -hmm. look at Craigslist and there we found it. Nice. <laughs> time is always a big thing about being for yeah, patient. Right? It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't have enough patience. So I'm going to go. <laughs> All right. So, what is your favorite go to self care practice? All right. So, that's easy for me. So, I'll go ahead and just mm -hmm. answer it and then go on for for me it's definitely um first thing in the morning i have to um have my time alone like reading first i read um usually a chapter half a chapter in the bible and then and 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 have a little prayer time but after that i continue my prayer time on my jog and so mm -hmm. that that is a huge thing for me basically kind of having that I might say power hour where I'm just mm. feeling free. I'm running, I'm exercising, but I'm also talking to God while I'm doing it. Oftentimes I'll be listening to something um, devotional or something like that on my phone while I'm, while I'm jogging. So that really helps to rejuvenate me and set the tone for the day. Mm. All right. Who's next? I'd probably say listening to podcasts. Actually right. it's uh it's you a habit. listen to ours? Some, sometimes. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I've been an avid podcast listener since probably turned like 18. Mm -hmm. So it's been over a decade. And that's been something I just kind of chose to redeem, so to speak, was my commute. Uh, not just listening to music because music is helpful, but doesn't necessarily like move you forward in life. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's been one habit that I've kind of created and stuck with all these years. And uh, 
I definitely look forward to my podcast at the end of the day as a means of just you know, um, decompressing. Oh, that's awesome. You're getting me actually uh, interested in maybe trying it one of these days. <laughs> um, I'll answer next. So my favorite thing is quiet time, and that is quiet time with God but also quiet time using my hands. I use my head all day. So anytime I have quiet time to do something with my hands, it could be cooking, which I haven't done as much lately. Thank you, honey. Um, <laughs> but um, more so, I think just like creating something and I'm not terribly artistic in terms of like painting a picture or something like that, but even just painting a wall makes me feel like a like I've done something purposeful and meaningful. And it's very, it's very uh, quick, you know, sometimes working with people, it takes more time, but I get nice quick fixes of dopamine. Instant you know? gratification. More instant. Sometimes it can take weeks if I'm working on something that takes a little bit longer, but I love DIY projects. I love um, fixing stuff in my house myself if I'm qualified to do it, which is usually not I'm qualified, but I'll try to figure out a way to do it. So yeah, that's that's how I take care of myself is I use my hands. Yeah, you made the some of the footstools for the yeah. IOP group, which I was really impressed with. Yeah, and that's, with. About, that's about the quality of my work, three pieces of wood and a couple nails. <laughs> but even that makes me feel like I've made something or done something. And it's functional. You know? Yes, it's functional. For me, I mean, everyone knows this running. That's mm -hmm. a, a huge thing. I think it's just the physical component of like the stress I carry in my body. But then just like you're focusing on not dying. So your, <laughs> your brain is like <laughs> free of anything else. Like I have to do something so hard that my uh -huh. brain can really disconnect. Um, and then I really like doing presentations. Mm. Like it's my creativity yeah. outlets, like not so... I'm very left-brained in some degree, but it's like combining those two, like, oh, mm -hmm. putting together slides, but then organizing a you know, flow of your thoughts and, yeah, um, yeah doing presentations. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, well, with that, it's your turn, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> they all stick together here. What is your favorite topic within mental health? Hmm. I think everyone can probably answer this for uh, me. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Trauma? Trauma, yes, yes. <laughs> Which is always awkward saying when people ask me, I'm like, oh, I love trauma. <laughs> yeah, um, but the thing, the components of trauma that I really appreciate is it combines um, mental health components with philosophy, with um, existential issues. And it always brings up the God question. And I think it just has this depth to it. Um, and then it's just something that everyone experiences to some degree. And so it's very rewarding to work with people um, and to dig deeper in ways that I don't think others um, really mm -hmm. give us the opportunity to. So there's like this, there's a book called Trauma Recovery and the first chapter is Forgotten History about trauma. And it just talks about how society as a whole tries to hush trauma. Mm -hmm. And so if no one talks about it, it's really rewarding to just talk about it. Yeah. So, um, Generally speaking, I like to talk, I like to focus on the things that other people don't like to. So any hot topic that is like typically not talked about, I like to go there with my clients. Amanda's controversial. Yeah. She likes to I, on I the do, edge. I like, I, it probably comes from working in the group home and I had to teach sex education to oh, the see, boys who had been in <laughs> abuse cycle situations and stuff. But um, probably my favorite topic like within that is just boundaries. I mm -hmm. I think it's, it's such a part of us that, that we 
have to have boundaries, but most people have the wrong ideas and thoughts about boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so I love just taking some of those and like removing the myths or exposing the myths and teaching them the truth about it and how it's the only way our society works. When you get married, there's boundaries. Those are your vows. Those are boundaries. When you get out on the street, the only reason we feel safe driving is because of the boundaries that are there. And so if we recognize how much boundaries is a part of our life and that it's okay to have them and healthy ones, and it's healthy for both me, but it's healthy for the other person to have them too. So that's, yeah, that's probably my favorite topic to talk about yeah the thing that i'm always very eager to discuss but then always uh you know a little bit sometimes annoyed with myself because i can't shut up about it especially <laughs> if somebody poses the question at the end of an appointment you know, i have that momentary where i'm like I, uh, I really want to talk about this, but Impulse um, control. Yeah. so, so, uh, if you, uh, you guys can probably all guess it's supplements. Yes. Uh, and so I, I very much do like talking about all things supplements. It, uh, really just makes me excited to, to use natural means to help people with their mental health. And there's the part of my brain that just loves to tinker with things and supplements give me so mm. much sort of possible creative outlet, uh, to, to just combine different ingredients to get the best results that we're looking for. Yeah. You're not going to have a plug here? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, we do sell a supplement. Uh, beautifulmindslabs.com. It's called Mindful Relaxation. And we're By about to way, launch our second one, right? Are, Pretty yes. soon. Can you tell me about melatonin? No, I'm just kidding. I'm don't just kidding. Gonna, don't, we're going to be here for two hours. <laughs> don't do it. You didn't hear that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm almost a little hesitant to say this because I feel like it's such a broad topic, but at the same time, um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface and I have mm -hmm. so much more to learn, but it, it's, it's actually, um, the important like relationships connection. And, mm -hmm. uh, to me, that's just the more I study into it, it, it's, it's an amazing topic. It's actually the most important, um, thing, not only for our mental health, but even for our physical health, mm -hmm. how we do in relationships. And to me, that's fascinating because I, I kind of like, I'm always <laughs> super interested in understanding the root causes for mental health problems mm -hmm. and connection relationship issues are like the root of the root. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, so I get excited about that. Yeah. Cool. My turn. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it is your turn. Okay. What is something unique about you? Ooh. Um, is this kind of like that question we were talking about before we started? Like what's something people don't really know <laughs> <guess>. about you? <laughs> However um, you want to well, spin I'll, it. <laughs> since it's the first thing on my mind that I'm thinking and I don't want to waste time. Um, I was paid to be in a carpet commercial in my twenties. Oh, really? So I have yeah. a vast acting career <laughs> in my past. Can you put the link in the... <laughs> what what, what no. role did you play in the carpet commercial? I literally <laughs> had my hand on the carpet and I went back and forth like this. I had no speaking role, but I was impressed with that piece of carpet over and over and over again until we got the shot. <laughs> wow, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. That is unique. Yes, that, that's the first thing I could think of. Oh, that is an amazing thing. <laughs> yep. Nothing came of it, and it's a good thing I didn't quit my day job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to say anything after that. <laughs> Unique. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll say something boring in contrast. <laughs> I speak German. <laughs> That's not boring. <laughs> well, most most people think that 
Germans are kind of boring. <laughs> I'll have to tell my husband who's German. That. <laughs> and that's an overgeneralization. Yes, thank you. I shouldn't I have to be careful what I say around here. <laughs> so I don't think this is not necessarily something unique about me per se, but just maybe something somewhat unique that I've done. Uh-huh. And uh, I... It's 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 one of my greatest failures in life um, is that uh, I made 99 free throws in a row and I missed the last. Oh. I missed the hundredth. Yeah, my, wow. I got, I that's got, impressive. That you yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, I'm focused on the I'm focused on the one. <laughs> that 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 that's right. So I still remember to this day. This was I think I was 16 or 17 at the time, and uh, I have that that image just plastered in my mind. About I can feel <laughs> I, my I got kind of nervous and my and my knees sort of went limp and and my arm just got weak and then it hit the front of the rim. Uh, were you about so to win fun. a prize or something? Thing if you did a hundred in a row, no, it was it was part of uh, part of the varsity basketball sort oh, of expectation okay. was that we shoot ten thousand free throws over a summer. Okay, and so me and my dad would go out and we'd shoot uh, or we'd make I'd make a hundred every single day, and um, and just one day I was just I was on a roll and they just kept sinking, sinking, sinking. So we decided to see how far I could go, and uh, yeah, I made ninety nine. Almost wow. there. I, I would be impressed again. with one <laughs> for me. Yeah. Good question. For me, I'll say, you all know this, but the listeners don't, my name. So Mm -hmm. my name, Katie, is initials of my family. So it's pretty unique. Yeah. It's not Kadi, it's Katie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, your turn, Jonathan. When you're not at the office, you can be found... I'd say at the gym. That's mm-hmm. that's probably the second most common place that I go, especially these days. Yeah, I was I was gonna guess like maybe uh, in the labs mixing supplements. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, the kitchen the table. So. I mean, look, look at this guy's arms. Come on. <laughs> is that awesome. mixing or is that the gym? It's, yeah, it's it, the it mixing. Might be both. It's <laughs> the mixing. <laughs> Those supplements get heavy. You know? <laughs> Fifty pound bags. You know, magnesium. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, what was the question? One more time. Uh, when you're not at the office, at you the can be office. Found. Okay. Um, well, at home, yeah, I'm doing what though? I'm chasing <laughs> after my three kids, <laughs> which is is uh, fun and it keeps me uh, energized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, right now, it's wedding planning. <laughs> yeah. So wherever that is, at the church or somewhere else, but typically. I'm like thinking, what am I going to do with my time afterwards? Um, running, home, some sort of ministry, doing something for others, um, and then on FaceTime with my family. Um, well, I almost think you stole an answer from me that I didn't even know, Katie. But when you said your favorite place to go, and I was like, home, that's actually the truth for me. <laughs> so when I'm not here, I'm at home. I love being home because I don't feel like... Um, I get enough time at home. I'm, I really, yeah, I just, I love those days when I look at my phone. I hadn't had any calls. I don't have anything on the calendar to be at and stuff. So yeah, my, I, I'm at home when I'm not doing something else and usually it's work or presentations. And so when I'm not doing that, I want to be at home. So that's where you can Mm -hmm. find me. But I'm not going to tell you my address. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. <laughs> All right. So if you didn't 
work in mental health, what would you do for work? Ooh, good question. So um, anyone want to go? I've thought about this many times. Not that I don't love my job, but I'm my mind is kind of strategic. So I'm always thinking like, if this didn't work out, what else could I do? And um, oh, man, I would I could probably like foster a bunch of kids and stuff and just train them really well with all my mental health experience. And I'd just be like, oh, I'm sending you out into the world now and healthier and happier. But probably more realistically, what I would do is I would probably build homes. I would I would love to do every I would love to take a home from start to finish and learn how to do every single part of building it, the electricity, the plumbing. I think that that would be what I would do for sure. Yeah. Well, Amanda, <laughs> I'm glad you're in mental health. <laughs> Picture me with a heart. I would need I would need somebody to teach me and follow along with, but I would love to do that. And then yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to see you hurt yourself. No. <laughs> I need help carrying stuff. Kids. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. So my mine is fairly easy. I think part of what drew me to being a PA was that it's very flexible. Mm -hmm. And so I can, I can kind of choose whatever specialty I want, as long as somebody's willing to hire me. Uh, don't be threatened. Dr. <laughs> <Bryce>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I was first sort of looking, uh, it was either mental health or like urgent care ER. Mm -hmm. So if mental health mm -hmm. didn't really pan out, then it'd probably be in that direction. Mm -hmm. Cool. During grad school, I had this moment where Somebody, well, several people at the time were like, don't do it. And I was two years in and I just had like this moment, like, what am I doing with my life? And so I was looking into PT or dietitian because I think it's kind of similar of like health principles. But with what I'm good at and kind of the way my brain works, I probably would have been a lawyer. I just like that's why I like CVT. It's like putting your thoughts on trial. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Mm. I'm trying to imagine you in the courtroom. <laughs> I don't know if that, yeah, could be a little intimidating. <laughs> so for me, I actually almost went into uh, surgery. So that's mm -hmm. um, probably where I would be if it wasn't for mental health. Um, and I don't know exactly what kind of surgery. I mean, my plan at the time was actually to uh, go into um, general surgery first and then do a fellowship in plastic surgery. And uh, then after that, go into uh, the mission field and do mission work. Mm -hmm. So that was my initial plan, but God had other plans. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. What is your favorite part about your job? Kind of different questions here. <laughs> favorite part? Um. I think argue with my clients. No, the lawyer side. Watch out. No, I, I love asking questions mm -hmm. and making people think about things from different yeah. perspectives, and then just seeing the light bulb mm -hmm. of like, whoa, I haven't thought about it from that perspective, and helping people realize that they can get to those conclusions on their own. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of facilitating. So, yeah, um, you you covered it pretty pretty well for me i i think the best part is yeah when i see people who didn't think they could be well and healthy like actually learning tools and they're like wow this is actually gonna help me mm -hmm. and i mean who doesn't when you teach something like to hear the person mm -hmm. listening go oh this is amazing this <laughs> is great so that does a lot for my ego at least <laughs> but um 
even more than that, I love, I love, um, emptiness syndrome when my client is mm. doing so well mm. that I start to feel a little sad that they're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I, I'm like, oh, I've equipped them and they're ready to go on their own. So that's that's probably my favorite thing. And also, I think opening their minds to things that they never would have thought that they'd be interested in learning more about. Because sometimes like when you talked about trauma, how there's a God aspect to that, too, that I have to start you know, Exploring. grappling with. Mm -hmm. And so when something goes all the way back to like, oh, this is this is what happened way back when. And that's when I started to lose my faith. But now that I see it this way, like mm -hmm. maybe there is something in the faith realm that is for me. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. So for me, favorite part of my job is actually similar where you see those transformations, but it's not just hearing it. It's like seeing it, you mm -hmm. know, and for me, I love the change. I have often said, you know, it'd be awesome to have like pictures or a little video mm -hmm. of people when they first come oh, in yeah. <laughs> and then like when they leave, cause you can even see it on their countenance. It's mm -hmm. like, there's this darkness that often, um, is there when people are initially struggling with mental health mm -hmm. problems, but then as they go through that process of change and healing, there's literally like light that starts radiating mm -hmm. from people's faces mm -hmm. and it is the most beautiful joyful thing to see mm. someone really being set free. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's very interesting. I literally had a conversation uh, today with a patient that um, she's gone through this miraculous transformation, you know, both spiritually and psychologically and physically. And we were talking about her physical transformation and that she's lost, you know, 40 pounds or so mm. in the last wow. four or five months, I think it was. Who knew getting your mental health could also <laughs> help you lose weight? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and so she had, she was saying that she was feeling a little down last week. And so, um, at the gym, they had taken a before and after picture of her weight loss journey and, and showed that to her. And I was like, mm. man, I wish there were some good ways right. we could do that in mental health to showcase people before and after. So that when they do have these little bouts of, you know, feeling kind of mm -hmm. stuck, feeling like they're not making the progress mm -hmm. that they were, that we can look back. Um, and so, you know, we do have screenings and things of that nature, Brain but, scans. uh, <laughs> but visualizations yeah. you know, mm -hmm. are generally a better, uh, a, a more compelling thing. Mm -hmm. But so all of what you guys said, I can, I agree with and would say that is my pr primary uh, thing that I like about this job, but I have to be a little cheeky. And so um, my, my, I will say second favorite thing is the free food. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> that does help. And I was just thinking about that whole picture thing. You know, maybe we can come up with like an aura meter, right? <laughs> We're going to take a picture of your aura now. <laughs> like, what is this place? Okay, just kidding. <laughs> and I think that often is like our role is being the mirror. Yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. I'll tell people, like, hey, you know, this just happened to you. And if this happened to you like three months ago, yeah, like or something similar, do you remember when that happened and you responded completely different? So I often see our job as being the mirror for people. Mm, yeah. yeah. Or I noticed you're wearing a different color today yeah. and it's not black. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you noticed. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay. All so right. Last, last question. question. What is something on your bucket list? Mm. Ooh. That's good last a, question. That's a good one. Bucket list. Oh, yeah. To create a bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I have a simple one. It's mm -hmm. uh, going to New Zealand. I'd, I'd mm. love to go there. As I said earlier, I love mountains and you mm -hmm. have the ocean there too. And I've just heard amazing things about that place. So. 
Does Aaron know? Aaron, that's his first place he wants to go. Really? Yeah. All right. So Let's go plan a trip to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's been Greece, and mm -hmm. we'll be going in three weeks. All so right. I'm nice. excited. Oh, I hate to sound redundant, but I really want to build a house from start to finish. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's something really cool about like hands on doing that sort of thing and um, like being able to say, I helped build that or I made that or, or something. So that would be that's something on my bucket list, but I don't really have a bucket list because, um, yeah, I usually take them one thing at a time. I don't unless you just count my lists of things to do, then I'm going to the grocery store and getting gas after this. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'd, I'd probably have to say at least something that's relatively top of mind is um, creating a successful and self-sustaining business. Mm. So yeah, that would be something we're working on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we were supposed to do one more question that wasn't in here, right? And that was, does anyone remember? Sydney asked us to say, what is your favorite thing about the Brain People podcast? Mm -hmm. Is that yes. right, Sydney? Oh, yeah. Behind the cameras there? <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite thing about the Brain People podcast? I'll just start since I have one. Oh, were you going to say it? Go for it. Um, I think... If you haven't noticed, we're all kind of in our offices with the doors closed, like mm. hour after hour, depending on how much time you have with your patients. So I don't really get to interact with all of you very often. So this is like a nice little set apart time mm -hmm. that I actually get to hang out with you guys. So I think that's probably my favorite part. And Same. I'm learning today even like, oh, I have similarities with this person and I didn't even realize it because <laughs> it only came up today. And we don't get to talk that much. So yeah, I think that's my favorite. This part. is our group therapy time. right? <laughs> I'd have to say, you know, the interesting conversations that we have with each other mm -hmm. and with, uh, with the guests that we have on the show, I've definitely been able to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also, you know, always motivates me to learn as much as I can about the subject ahead mm -hmm. of time. So I feel that it equips me to be a better provider. Yeah. And then the, the last thing I'll say is just the, it's a, it's a different resource that you know, reaches a different community of people mm -hmm. that we can offer, mm -hmm. you know, our patients. And so our, our, you know, the, the wide net that, that this information can, can, uh, cast, so to speak, uh, is, is just encouraging and inspiring and, uh, we're going to continue doing it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you guys said it, right. Amanda, I agree with you a hundred percent hanging out with you guys. Um, and then it's just so great when you hear a client tell you, Hey, that episode yeah. da, 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 and you don't, you remember that you recorded it cause it was a while ago. And then yeah. like, and you can tell that they're internalizing mm -hmm. the information. And I'm like, wow, you know, sometimes it just feels People like. People do listen. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes we talk about it or we uh -huh. know it in our heads, but we forget that, you know, it is helpful for mm -hmm. people. And some people are hearing it for the first time. So, yeah. yeah, very rewarding. Yeah. I think you all said it. And, you know, <laughs> just hanging out with each other, getting to know each other, having a, really a good time because I love learning. I love talking about mental health and um, I love hanging out with, you know, it's interesting. It's always a wonderful thing when your coworkers, you can also call them your friends. Mm -hmm. And so 
uh, that's a huge blessing and I really appreciate it. And, and, and a big part is also knowing, you know, for all you listeners, like as we're talking and spending this time together, that it can also be something that can um, help you. And mm-hmm. uh, so that also gives me a lot of motivation and joy, mm-hmm. uh, just knowing that, yeah, it takes a little extra work, a little extra time, uh, but it's worth it. And so Absolutely. I just want to say big thank you to our listeners out there. Thanks for taking the time to get to know us mm-hmm. a little bit better. And uh, please feel free to, uh, you know, keep questions coming, especially if you have ideas for like um, topics and whatnot mm-hmm. that you want us to discuss, uh, send those our way. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you only take away one thing from today's episode, remember this. If mental illness is a whole person problem, then it must have a whole person solution. I'm Dr. Daniel Bynus. I'm Dr. Katie Olson. I'm Amanda Anguish. And I'm Jonathan Edens. And you've been listening to The Brain People Podcast. Thanks for listening. To hear more episodes, find us on social media, or support us financially, visit thebrainpeoplepodcast.com. 